heart rate variability has really come to the forefront in the last 40 years as being the most important biomarker for tracking health and recovery on a regular basis, and not just for health and recovery, but for resilience. It's something we've covered on our podcast, including our most recent episode 228, where we reviewed heart rate variability, what it is, why it's important to track, with tips to increase it for increased capacity throughout our day. Now imagine this. What if you could see your HRV in real time throughout the day so you'd know what's helping this important score or hurting it? We'll cover this on today's episode as we meet with Rohan Dixit, the founder of Leaf Therapeutics, a wearable stress relief device that's designed to help us to overcome stress and worry from the inside out. Stay tuned as we'll explain how this groundbreaking device can help all of us to improve our health as we learn self-regulation strategies using the device that will eventually become a habit, showing us how to break free of anything that might be holding us back. Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we cover the science-based evidence behind social and emotional learning for schools and emotional intelligence training in the workplace with tools, ideas, and strategies that we can all use for immediate results with our brain in mind. I'm Andrea Samadhi, an author and an educator with a passion for learning, specifically on the topics of health, well-being, and productivity, and launched this podcast to share how important an understanding of our brain is for our everyday life and results using the most current brain research. If there's a tool, strategy, or resource that I find that could be helpful to improve productivity and results, whether we're a teacher in the classroom, a coach, or in the modern workplace, I'll share it here. On today's episode number 248, we'll be speaking with Rohan Dixit, the founder of Leaf Therapeutics, to see if we can sharpen our saw with our understanding of HRV, this biomarker that's known for tracking health and recovery as well as resilience. What I think is absolutely incredible about this wearable stress relief device is that you'll see that the point of wearing this device is to train us to breathe in a certain way to relieve our stress, anxiety, and worry that it will pick up and then help to calm us down so we don't need to rely on the device. Rohan's mission is not about the money he could make with the device, but truly about helping people to be able to manage their own problems without the use of medicine or pills or those things we do that we know relieve stress in the short term, but are really bad for our overall health in the long term. I can't wait to speak with Rohan Dixit and explore the technology he created in his garage. He's a real Steve Jobs story. And the idea was based on his own personal struggles with anxiety and depression when he was younger that he overcame and then used his experience to help others. Let's meet Rohan Dixit, the founder of Leaf Therapeutics, and see how this device works to improve our mental health and well-being from the inside out. Welcome, Rohan Dixit. It's incredible to meet you after wearing the device that you invented 
And now I have this incredible opportunity to ask you questions about it. This is amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. This is great. I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, I'm wearing my device today and I'm touching it here. It's not supposed to go on the right side, right? Only the left side? Left side. And I'm curious, do you wear your device daily or have you trained yourself so you no longer need it now? It's a little bit, um, there's a little bit of a training effect that happens. So as you wear the device more and more, you start to feel what's happening in your body, how to change it. So I don't wear it all the time, but I do on days that are going to be stressful or challenging, typically. That's fun. And that's what I thought you were going to say, for sure. Well, Rohan, to start off, I had a blast researching your work, and I'm so glad that I tuned in to that abstract doctor's podcast, because I tend to be really serious on this podcast, you know, covering neuroscience, and I don't have a neuroscience background, um, not a doctor. I'm just trying to cover scientific facts to help people improve productivity and, and well-being. And I tend to be too serious and I know I need to lighten up a bit. So when I saw that podcast, I was dying laughing because, you know, they were asking you questions like, hey, why is it called leaf? Like turning over a new leaf. And then I wondered, why did you call the device leaf to start with? What's the story behind the name? Yeah. So leaf comes from uh, relief and because uh, we are into anxiety relief and mental health symptom relief. Um, but it's also this old English word. Um, someone on our team had a, uh, a background uh, from the UK wow. and leaf, I think means happily in like old English. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. I studied old English in school, so I have to look it up. Well, I'm sure you know better than I do, but yeah, that's what I came from. No, that's really cool. And then I watched your Today Show clip with Hoda and Savannah, and they were just having a blast looking at their high stress parts of their day. And I was thinking, you know, since you're an expert at helping people relieve stress and watching their reactions to, you know, what they were saying, where their high stress parts of the day was, you know, what are most of us missing that could help us handle life's pressures better without even starting what your device does? What, what are we missing? Yeah, I mean, I would say for most people, the number one thing is to become more aware of your breath and how you're maybe holding your breath or changing your breathing pattern throughout the day, you know? That's huge, Rohan, because I never noticed I do this, but when I'm stressed, I hold my breath. And I'm just like, I look at myself in some of my earlier interviews, like I'd say zero to 50, I'm holding my breath and I'm like, why wasn't I breathing? Oh, so weird. You're a pro now, but I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah. Something that we think about a lot, but has such a huge impact on your mental health and your state of mind, just breathing uh, a little bit better can be like surprisingly big impactor, I think. For sure. And the device is going to pick up when we're doing that, right? And and I'm curious when it's going off randomly, is it because you've gone down, your HRV has gone from the 20th percentile to zero? Is that why it goes off out of nowhere? Yeah, so so basically um, the leaf, which is uh, you know this, the product you've been wearing um, that we're kind of releasing out to the market now is designed to teach you how to breathe, you know, in moments of stress. So that's like the overall idea. And I actually invented it for myself 
because I have anxiety and, you know, I wanted something that would help me. But uh, basically what it does is it's tracking, for those of your users, uh, listeners might not know, heart rate variability or HRV, which is kind of uh, this biomarker of stress. And as your HRV starts to drop, that's actually a bad thing. You want to generally keep it high. And so the best intervention you can do in those moments is to breathe in particular ways where you're actually increasing your heart rate and your heart rate variability specifically. Um, and so that's what the device does. It'll turn on when that biomarker is really low and you'll breathe with the vibration. And as it gets back up into a good range, it kind of just turns itself off. Oh, this is amazing, Rohan, because it was like the day one I put it on. And I, I don't really know. I've made my questions up for you, but it was such a gift to have the opportunity to try it because then my questions are so much more meaningful when I know what I'm asking you. And I put it on and had it on for a couple hours and then I went to sleep with it on. And I've noticed recently before I go to sleep, like all of life's pressures seem to hit me at night before I close my eyes. And I was holding my breath and I started before I used your device, I'm like, just take some deep breaths and let it out. But then I noticed it started going off randomly before I was trying to sleep. So that was it picking up. You're stressed, breathe, right? That's a great way to use the leaf, but also just in general to think about stress reduction. Uh, a lot of people sit there and lay in bed and are thinking about everything that happened that day and what's going to happen tomorrow. And especially if you're a busy person, there's a lot you know, mm-hmm. to have in your mind. So a little bit of breathing before you go to bed can help a lot with sleep quality, which research shows actually helps your anxiety the next day. So there's kind of like all of these benefits you get from taking care of yourself and breathing a little bit. Well, I love this idea, Rohan. And I know that you've got to have a story behind it. You mentioned a little bit like you suffered before. Where did this begin for you? How did you actually decide to create something from scratch? Yeah. Uh, mostly, uh, naivete, if I had known it was, it, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Maybe I wouldn't have done it if I, if I knew that in hindsight, but I mean, I had a problem, you know, that I, I just wanted a solution to. I, I grew up as a teenager and dealt with anxiety and depression myself, you know, um, found mindfulness meditation actually really helped me a lot. And so I became a neuroscientist and I was at Harvard and Stanford studying meditation and how it affects the brain. So we would study monks, long-term meditators, people who had never tried it before, um, just trying to understand why is it that all of these positive health effects are happening? Mental health and physical health was something as simple as breathing and attention. You know, it seems almost too good to be true. And so that's what we were doing in the lab. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where it started. And then I eventually got bitten by the bug of how can I help myself get better, not just kind of study it. And so I bought a one-way ticket to the Himalayan mountains, uh, put a bunch of sensors and brainwave sensors and heartbeat sensors in my backpack. And I traveled through the mountains living with monks and recording them and learning meditation myself. And that was kind of the beginning. That was almost nine months and uh, came back to the States. And that's where the first prototype was born for this relief. This is amazing because I've spent a lot of years working with inventors and, you know, not, not specifically tech inventors that have invented something like you have, but I would just wonder, so you get back from the Himalayas and you've got this idea 
did you go to your garage? Is this like a real Steve Jobs type story and, and try to create something and then measure it? How did you go from idea to creation? Yeah, yeah. We uh, literally did start um, in, in our garage, essentially in San Francisco, wow. um, just packing together stuff, you know, um, myself and some friends, putting on sensors on our ear, at the soles of our feet, on our wrists, you know, all kinds of weird stuff that never never saw the light of day, but just trying to figure out how can we do this in a way that would be helpful for us and then hopefully for other people too. And then how did you stumble across HRV? Because I know this is a new concept that I've learned recently when I started measuring biometrics. And where did HRV come from? It's such a good question. I think coming from a neuroscience background in particular, I feel like there's a little bit of arrogance or maybe just, you know, you're familiar with what you look at and think about every day. And so I think in the, in the neuroscience world, there's not as much emphasis on things that affect your mental state that aren't in your brain. It's almost like, oh, everything about our the mind and our emotions, that must just be between our ears. But it turns out, you know, as we started digging into the research and tinkering, really, and just kind of taking a step back and looking with fresh eyes, your heart has all kinds of emotional information in it. So that's where that's where Leaf kind of started in HRV, looking at tracking and improving HRV um, was I, I first learned about it. So what would someone need to know about what HRV is? So like somebody that's um, never heard of it before, and I have covered it before, but then someone asked me about HRV and I went to explain it and I realized I needed a review. So how would you explain it so that anyone can understand what it is and why we need to understand and track it? Yeah, I sometimes describe HRV as this magical, magical biomarker of your mental state, you know, um, it, it tracks with a variety of different things, but essentially what it stands for is heart rate variability. So, you know, I think people sometimes, this was kind of my impression too, imagine your heart rate sort of stays constant, right? Just sort of a constant 60 beats a minute or whatever it may be. But in reality, um, and you know this obviously from your background and wearing the leaf and, 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 and the, I think many don't realize that your heart rate's actually always bouncing up and down. And that's a healthy thing. That's a good thing. And when you start to get stressed, it actually kind of tightens. It doesn't bounce as much. It gets more closer to a flat line. And if it were never a flat line, that's extremely dangerous. You don't want that. That's a really bad sign um, for your health in general. But what you can do with your breathing is actually learn how to move your heart rate up and down consciously. And so that's kind of the magic part about HRV and about breathing when you're tracking HRV in real time, because you can learn how to breathe in and breathe out and move your heart rate up and down like 20 or 30 beats a minute once you're good at it. And so that is this incredible skill that helps you kind of change how you're feeling by interrupting this loop that's in your body, that's kind of between your body and your brain, um, where, oh, you're having a thought, you get anxious, now your palms start to sweat, your heart rate's rising, now your body, your brain sees your body reacting. Now you're getting more anxious and that loop is happening all the time with us, right? Um, looking at your HRV and changing it is kind of a short circuit of that loop. And so that's why it you know, kind of helps with emotional regulation because you, you're able to get control of what's happening in your body a little bit better. 
Got it. And just to go a little bit deeper, I've heard you say it really is our superpower. And, you know, I've always thought about it like we want it to be higher because it gives us more capacity. And then I noticed as I'm measuring that there's times when I'm doing things that are healthy, like exercising, that it's going lower. So what's happening with the autonomic um, nervous system when that's happening? What's happening with our nervous system and why do we need to know that we can be doing healthy things and it's going lower? Absolutely. And this is part of why we offer coaching with our uh, with our product, because there's so many things to figure out and understand. And there's a, it's a wealth of information. It can be really helpful, but especially if you're starting out on your own, it's just a lot to kind of yeah. understand. But what you're bringing up is a really good example, I think, of why HRV is so helpful, because we all know that exercise longer term is good for you. But it turns out in the moment, I mean, imagine, you know, uh, before we were jogging uh, or going to a gym recreationally, we were, you know, running away from saber tooth tigers, let's say, right? Like that's where this, that's what the original exercise, the OG exercise. Right. And, um, and yeah, what, what is happening when you're, when you're activating your body is you're releasing stress hormones. You're actually pushing your body to escape from a predator or to accomplish some task for a short period of time. And that is putting your body into a state of heightened stress during that period. Afterwards, your body recovers, it gets stronger, and that's why exercise is so good for you long-term. But during the exercise itself, it's actually a stressful event. So a lot of athletes in particular will use HRV as a marker to say, oh, um, I know that when I work out, my HRV is going to go down. If I measure it the next morning and it's still low, I'm going to go a little easier on my workout for this day. Yep. But if it's, yeah, as opposed to it's in, back in a great zone, I've recovered fully, now I can push myself again. You know? Got it. So, so I know it came with a strap for exercising and I'm in Arizona and it's pretty hot when we're, we're exercising and it's got the sticky um, things that go on. And I eventually just thought, you know, once I tracked it once and I saw it went down, I don't, I'm not a pro. I don't need to know what's going on with my HRV every day. So I probably won't ever use it for exercising. But then I thought about like pro athletes that would need to know how to regulate their breathing during play. So have you thought about that? Is that why you created the strap for someone that might need to use it for a sport? Yeah. So our device is really not built for athletics. You know, it's, it's a mental health tool. For Got it. And so most of our users will be wearing a leaf while they're, say, doing a desk job, um, maybe in therapy. Uh, there's a lot of different use cases for it, but, you know, the reason that we do have that athletic strap is kind of just sort of as a nod to a lot of our biohacker customers. We didn't know would even want to leave, but ended up coming to us and asking for it because they understand HRV tracking and, and they want to improve their HRV. So, um, so yeah, that strap is sort of an add-on for those customers. Um, but typically, you know, where the leaf is really helpful is not as much tracking because it's always going to decrease during HRV will always decrease during exercise. Right. But what it's really useful for is throughout the day when your emotional state is changing your HRV, it can turn on and help teach you how to breathe in the moment to change your, you know, change how you're feeling. And so that element of it is really where it shines the most, I think. That's what I thought. And that's why I did it twice. And I was like, yeah, this is not really the purpose of it. And so that brings me to my next question because, um, 
I had a very large, important live presentation on Monday morning. And I practiced all weekend for it. And I thought, I'm going to wear my leaf device and I'm going to show Rohan how I'm all in the green because, you know, I do all these podcasts. I'm used to presentations. And I was so excited to um, track and show you like a great bar graph. And then that's not what happened because I had two unforeseen tech issues that I couldn't have saw ahead of time, even with practice. And so can I tell you what my score looked like? And then you tell me what you think about that. Um, if I was using my breath properly, or if you think I could still use more work, that's kind of what, what I wonder if I tell you about my breath. Yeah, let's look at the first. Okay. So I started out, I was in calm and I was in the green, which when I looked at your, your graph numbers, green was the 60 to 80th percentile. And so then as the presentation came closer, I went into yellow. So my HRV lowered to the 20 to 40th. And I think that's because I was getting more focused. It was lowering. And then most of the time when I was presenting, it was yellow until the two tech issues. I saw two bars of red. And but I couldn't be out of control, like, oh, you know, everything's over. So I had to keep thinking. So it stayed in yellow until it was over and it was green, like, ah, I'm all good now. I got my green bar in there for Rohan. But when I tell you this, what do you think? Was I doing okay being in yellow for most of the time or for a serious presentation? Someone working at their desk, what, what would you like to see of someone who's using their, their breathing properly? Yeah, so here's the thing. Uh, stress is not always bad, right? You know, uh, something's going wrong with tech issues. I think that's probably everyone's nightmare. You're giving a presentation and something goes wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry you had to go through that, but, I, but it's a great example, I think, because to, to show other people, because yes, there is going to be stress during an acute event, and that's okay. It's totally normal. Can you, over time, use breathing to help you move through that better? Uh, of course, we can always always do that. But the main thing that we want to kind of think about with um, tracking HRV and improving our mental health over the long term in sustainable ways is, am I able to then recover after that event ends and come back into a green or a blue zone, and back into a good HRV range? Or is it that I'm thinking about that again and again, and I'm staying red for long periods of time? And that's where, you know, being kind to yourself, which um, you know, uh, can be so helpful, I think, to have a growth mindset towards. Uh, that's incredible, that. Rohan. That's incredible because that's what I that's what I looked at when I saw it went into the green at the end. I thought, okay, you know, move on. It happened. It's over. Move on to the next day. So, that, like that was that was phenomenal to to have that the gift to see you know how I did in that situation. Um, so what about, you know, how is it actually working? So until I, until I was doing your research, I never really realized that this was biofeedback. So it's measuring me and giving me feedback. What, what's happening? Yeah. So for anyone who's not familiar with biofeedback, would it be helpful if I. Sure. Yeah. Background? Yeah. yeah. So biofeedback is um, kind of the superpower that humans can develop when you are measuring something that's happening in your body, um, like your fingertip temperature, and you're seeing in real time um, a machine that's reading that and giving it back to you. And your brain sort of over time learns how to control that biomarker 
through your conscious mind. Um, and that's called biofeedback. So the initial biofeedback experiments were really interesting, I think, which were like um, with fingertip temperature and they broke this group in, that they were experimenting on into two halves. And one group had to raise the temperature of their fingertip and the other group had to lower the temperature of their fingertip. And typically we would think that's impossible, but if you have an accurate measurement of it, like a digital thermometer, and you're looking at your fingertip temperature change, you know, by fractions of a second uh, or degree rather up and down, you can actually learn conscious control over your fingertip temperature and move it at will, right? So that's that's biofeedback. And we just apply that same skill to um, a mental health biomarker, which is HRV. So that's, it's very helpful for sure to feel the vibration. And it's actually very calming itself. Like it's not um, intrusive to be wearing in the day or even to go to sleep. It was like one of my friends was asking me, what did you notice? And I said, it's just a calming effect. It's how you've created it is not intrusive. So it's very intentional. I think how you've been able to use it to calm us down and not be annoying like some other devices that you know in the middle of your day it's like now you must breathe <laughs> yeah, the goal was to be as discreet as possible because that's what we want um in our own lives but i think yeah as you train with the leaf and get better at biofeedback you know you get faster at moving your state you know so so that's kind of as you'll use the leave more and more, you'll find that, and this is something we discovered over months of using it uh, and eventually years, is that you're able to really shift very quickly. And so you can get a little bit of feedback in one or two breaths, jump your HRV back up into a good range. And that's kind of the ideal where you're just making these micro interventions and micro changes to your um, breathing pattern throughout the day to optimize how you're dealing with the world. Got it. So I put my week one and my week two bar graphs in the show notes. And uh, what do you think we should be looking for? Like I saw right away, my range went, you know, week one, 46 to 55 and week two, it definitely improved 52 to 61. Um, what should we be looking at uh, when we're, you know, looking to see, is this, am I getting better with this? Yeah. So that's something that a coach, an HRV trained coach can really help with. Um, so uh, we offer those at LEAF and you can also find people out there in the world as well who uh, are trained in HRV and HRV biofeedback. In a nutshell, you know, typically what is best to track over time is kind of like how well am I able to, when my HRV is low, bump it up, yeah. right? Through breathing because life is going to happen. You're going to have those stressful meetings. You might get COVID. I mean, there's like so many things that could happen that will decrease your health and decrease your HRV scores overall. And we don't have control over all of that, but we do have control over our breath, right? So yeah. that's the thing that we really help people with. I think the best at leave is like learning how to take a moment and breathe in like a specific way that helps you physiologically. Gosh, I wish I had this information a few years ago when I was starting the podcast because I didn't know how to 
how to breathe. But um, this has been so helpful, Rohan. Like another question for you here. So I've been tracking HRV and resting heart rate, um, really trying to improve these biomarkers for health. And, and do you know Dr. Andrew Hooperman from Stanford? So he's got the Hooperman lab and he did our, an episode on alcohol and its impacts on our body. And I don't think I'm ever going to drink again after I listen to that. And then I noticed after stopping alcohol that my HRV shot up quickly and fast and my resting heart rate lowered. And it was like two weeks, I noticed a difference. And then a month, I noticed a huge difference. What else have you noticed really impacts HRV like this? Yeah, alcohol is a big one. Um, smoking, cigarettes, or, or marijuana is a huge impact on HRV. Um, short term, uh, sleep. So having not, not getting enough sleep, pushing yourself, you know, you've got a lot to do. Let me just get up and go for it. Um, that can over the long term really impact HRV as well. And the last category is diet. I mean, uh, we've done some experiments with, uh, for example, startups like Levels, which track um, your blood glucose levels using a, a CGM, right? One of those stickers tracking. Mm -hmm tracking blood glucose all the time. And what we saw there and then dug into the literature and, and realized, um, you know, was really a thing is that certain types of meals, particularly ones that spike blood glucose will also tank your HRV. And so I've changed my diet a lot uh, to cut out most carbs because I noticed that it just would impact my HRV. And then I realized, oh, actually like I'm a little tired too after lunch. Um, I wonder if these two things are connected. Surprise, uh, yeah, they are. So. Little things like that can help your help your body and brain just perform a little better. That's interesting. As the inventor, I wondered like if you sat there and and tested it out, like you know all the things that are bad for us. Did you test this thing out and then and then it it lowered it and you're like oh for sure like now I believe it. Is it that kind of thing when you were inventing this? Did you do that? That it would be funny if I uh, if I had gone through. Uh, Every, every, uh, drank a bunch of alcohol one week and then smoked a bunch of cigarettes the next, all for science, of course. Right. But, uh, no, I, I didn't do that. And that's what's so funny, you know, being an inventor and just also, I think when you make something new, whether it's a podcast or, or, uh, you know, doing any, doing anything, you don't really know how it's going to help other people. And that's kind of the fun part about it. It's you're putting it out there, you have your own perspective, but then it goes out in the world and we've heard, we've learned so many things from our users sure. who come up with stuff like that. Right. So. Right. Oh, I was curious as I was like testing it out. I'm like, I wonder what Rohan did to test this. Like that was probably the biggest question I had throughout this process, but um, what about for individuals who want to try it out? Like I did as well as healthcare providers, what's the best way for people? Yeah. To yeah. I think that's probably the best way where, um, you know, we're at getleaf.com, G-E-T-L-I-E-F.com, getleaf. And um, yeah, we also have a support channel. So if people have questions, you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram as well. Um, yeah, open door and happy to talk. Wonderful. Well, just to go on the research side for a minute, what research backs up this drug-free solution to stress and anxiety? What have you done so far? Yeah, so this is where we've been really lucky because HRV and HRV biofeedback has been around for 30 years um, and it was invented by 
a couple scientists, um, one of whom we've actually been able to work with as an advisor, which has been a huge privilege. His name is Richard Gevertz. Um, and uh, Dr. Gevertz has been super helpful because I think the perspective he brings over decades of looking at HRV and HRV biofeedback is that there's a ton of research out there and it's been being used very effectively for almost every mental health condition out there that, that I've kind of dug into, as well as a lot of chronic health issues where stress is a factor for example, cardiac issues, heart disease, diabetes, right? HRV is kind of like the mind-body indicator. So it sort of connects these physical and mental worlds together and you can get benefits in both by improving HRV, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the research around HRV biofeedback and HRV as a biomarker, there are tons and tons of research studies and now meta-analyses looking at dozens and dozens of studies themselves that, you know, have shown that this is extremely helpful. All we did at LEAF was try to make it easier for people to use and fit in their life a little bit better versus like the big clunky machines that are typically used now. Got it. Well, you've definitely made it easy. I've been testing it out and it, it fits into my life. I love it. So I think this is a phenomenal invention, Rohan. Have we missed anything? I know I, I really dug in deep because I'm, I'm using it and I've been fascinated with HRV for the past year. Have we missed anything about HRV that's important? No, I think we, we covered everything. It's, it's one of the things that I think we touched on. And this is because you're, you're questions I think that kind of uncovered this is I hope people realize that you know your mental state your, your mindset even things like anxiety and depression which are clinical diagnoses are not permanent you can shift and improve and change how you're feeling um, through things as simple as breathing and really understanding how to breathe and when and so mostly it's just a message of hope because I think a lot of people assume I'm stuck the way I am um, I'm just an anxious person or I'm just a, you know, whatever X, but with practice, you can change a lot in your life. And so that's, I think, hopefully something people take out of it. Well, I love it, Rohan. And, and I don't want to end this interview, but it, but I have to, and the leaf is going off telling me to breathe. So I've got to breathe in before my ending, but, um, I want to thank you so much for sharing this groundbreaking program for us. Cause that's what I think it is. It's, it's a device that creates something that we're going to use. And, um, you know, for, for people that might have anxiety that they don't even know is there, like it picked up for me before I go to sleep and places that I knew I was stressed out, but I didn't really know if I was breathing properly. So it's really helped me. Um, and for someone who has never tried anything, I think, you know, just click on the link and give it a try like I did and see what you notice, just like what you said, because I've noticed what, what I'm looking for, but you know, everyone might see something different. So I just hope people that watch this will give it a try to help calm them down, self-regulate without the need for drugs or alcohol that we know is bad for our brain. So I wanna thank you so much for your time today, Rohan. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea, it's such a pleasure. Thank you. So as we close out this episode, I wanted to let you know that Rohan and I chatted a bit at the end after we finished recording. It became clear to me that he had created this device and coaching to help others, and it's not about the money. From the product creation side, we do need money to sustain our business, 
So it's not going to be free, obviously. If you click on the link, it will take you to a page to get started. The device costs $49 a month and the coaching is $50 a month for a total of $107.95 a month, which at first glance can seem like it's high. I thought about this before trying it out and what I would say to others who might also want to try it. If you've ever gone to therapy for a problem you've had, I know I've paid more than this in addition to doctor's visits for our health and wellness. So I think about this device to be like training wheels to help us to use our HRV as a biomarker that will make us more resilient to stress once we've learned to breathe in a way that the device shows will calm us down and the coaching will help us with the questions and data analysis to be sure we're going in the right direction. Once you've got the hang of controlling your HRV through breath work, you shouldn't need to use this device. I hope this interview has helped you like it did me to see that there are tools and resources in the world that can help us to improve our resilience to stress. And if you do want to try out the device, just go to getleaf.com and click on get started at the top of the page. And on checkout, put my name, Andrea, in the checkout cart to receive 15% off your first month. And if you have any questions at all for me, please don't hesitate to send me an email. I'll see you next week. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 